There are more than 300 episodes of Listen to Sleep, all available for free because of the generous support of our sponsors. And while you'll never hear any ads after the story or meditation starts, you can get every episode ad-free, plus over 100 bonus episodes, all for less than the price of one cup of coffee a month by going to listentosleep.com and clicking on support. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, it's Eric. Welcome back to the tranquil sanctuary of Listen to Sleep. Together, we'll embark on a journey where gentle stories morph into tranquil lullabies, and dreams begin to glimmer like stars reflected on a still, moonlit lake. I'm recording this episode on Thanksgiving morning up here at the cabin. I'm filled with gratitude for this place and the people who live here. Joe is on his way up to spend the long weekend with me, and I want to take this moment to express my gratitude to you for being a part of our journey. When I started this podcast over four years ago now, I had no idea that it would change my life in so many wonderful ways. I love hearing from you that the stories and meditations bring you comfort and help you sleep. And your support of this podcast is also what's encouraged me to become a mindfulness teacher and to start the Awaken Your Myth community and coaching journey. So thank you for that as well. From Joe, Bodhi, Joey, and me, we wish you a very happy and healthy holiday season. If you enjoy the podcast and it helps you, please consider supporting it with a subscription to Listen to Sleep Plus. It's the premium version of the podcast that gives you instant access to over 400 relaxing episodes, including eight full-length classic audiobooks that are only available to supporters. You'll get Winnie the Pooh, Black Beauty, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and more, 
all read by me as sleepy bedtime stories. Your subscription includes over 80 guided meditations to help you find a little peace during the day or to help you relax and drift off into a blissful sleep at night. Your support is what keeps this podcast going. So if you can, please follow the link in the show notes and get a subscription for yourself today. It's also easy to give a subscription as a holiday gift this season. Let's take a deep breath. In and out. Just letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. Another deep breath in and out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. This is your time, quiet time. And one more deep breath in with me. And out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. Willowmere, a year of gratitude. In the depths of a particularly harsh winter, the small village of Willowmere lay blanketed under a thick layer of snow. The usually bustling streets were quiet as villagers stayed indoors, seeking refuge from the biting cold. In a modest stone cottage near the edge of the village, Clara, a young teacher, gazed out of the frosted window, her thoughts as clouded as the winter sky. Clara's days were often filled with the laughter and chatter of her students, but the especially harsh winter had extended the school break, leaving her with an unusual quietude. To pass the time, she ventured into the warm attic loft of her cottage, a place she seldom visited. There, hidden under a dusty tarp, she discovered an old wooden chest. It was intricately carved and bore the initials E.L., those of her great-grandmother, Eliza Langford. With a mixture of curiosity and reverence, Clara opened the chest. Inside, she found a collection of letters, journals, and faded photographs. As Clara turned the pages of the journals, she was transported to a bygone era. Eliza's writing painted a vivid picture of village life in her time, filled with tales of togetherness, hardship, and, most importantly, gratitude. 
one entry, dated back to a winter similar to the present, caught Clara's attention. It spoke of how the villagers, despite their struggles, found ways to support each other. They shared what little they had, finding strength in unity and gratitude. Eliza's words struck a chord in Clara. She realized that while times had changed, the essence of human kindness and thankfulness had not. Inspired by her great-grandmother's stories, Clara decided to breathe new life into these old traditions. She envisioned a project for her students, one that would not only fill their time, but also warm their hearts in this cold winter. She called it the Gratitude Project, a venture that would encourage the children to find and express gratitude in their everyday lives. When the school reopened, Clara introduced the project to her students. She shared stories from Eliza's journal, hoping to inspire them. The children, initially hesitant, soon began to embrace the idea. They started keeping their own gratitude journals, writing down things they were thankful for each day, be it a warm meal, help from a friend, or just a beautiful snowfall. As the days passed, Clara noticed a change in her classroom. The children were more engaged, kinder to each other, and eager to share their gratitude journals. The project sparked discussions about kindness, empathy, and the importance of appreciating the small joys in life. One particularly touching moment came when little Tommy, usually a shy, reserved boy, shared how he helped his father shovel snow for their elderly neighbor. His face beamed with pride as he recounted the neighbor's grateful smile. It was moments like these that Clara hoped would leave a lasting impression on her students. The Gratitude Project was becoming something Clara hoped to extend beyond her classroom, into the village, reviving the sense of community and warmth that her great-grandmother had written about. As winter slowly gave way to the first hints of spring, Clara looked forward to the thawing of the snow and the blossoming of her project. In the quiet of her cottage, with Eliza's journal in her lap, Clara felt a deep connection to her great-grandmother. She realized that these writings were not just relics of the past. They could become beacons for the future. And in the heart of Willowmere, under the blanket of winter,
the seeds of gratitude and togetherness were being sown, promising a renewal of spirit and warmth in the coming seasons. Soon, winter's chill began to wane, giving way to the gentle embrace of spring, and the village of Willowmere started to stir back to life. The snow melted away, revealing the dormant earth beneath, ready to awaken. At the heart of this new renewal was Clara's gratitude project which had begun to take root not only in her classroom, but throughout the village. Clara's students, energized by the first signs of spring, were now becoming the town's ambassadors of gratitude. They carried the lessons learned in class into their homes and into the streets of Willowmere, Their simple acts of kindness, like helping neighbors with chores or sharing homemade treats, were small ripples creating larger waves of change. Clara, inspired by an entry in Eliza's journal about a communal garden that had once been the village's pride, proposed the idea to her students. They embraced it wholeheartedly, and soon the entire village was involved. A barren plot of land at the village's edge transformed under their care, becoming a symbol of communal effort and shared gratitude. Clara often found herself in the midst of the garden, hands deep in the soil, surrounded by her students and fellow villagers. The garden became a place of gathering, where stories and laughter were shared as freely as seeds and watering cans. It was here that the true essence of the Gratitude Project flourished, in the togetherness of growing and nurturing, in the shared joy of seeing the first sprouts push through the soil. In these moments, Clara felt a profound connection to Eliza and to the villagers of the past. The garden was more than just a space for growing food. It was a living tribute to the enduring spirit of gratitude and community. And as spring began to give way to the warmth of summer, the garden bloomed in full glory, a vibrant collage of colors and scents. The children's initial sketches of plants and flowers began to turn into tangible living things as they learned of the cycles of nature, the patience required in tending to growth and the satisfaction of harvest. But the transformation wasn't confined to the garden alone. Across Willowmere, acts of kindness 
and expressions of gratitude became more frequent. Mrs. Hargrove, the elderly widow who lived alone, found her doorstep regularly adorned with fresh flowers and her pantry stocked with homemade treats. Mr. Benson, the stern blacksmith, began fixing broken tools for free. His gruff demeanor softened by the children's laughter ringing through his forge. Clara, witnessing these changes, felt an overwhelming sense of accomplishment. The gratitude project had started as a simple classroom activity, but now it was a living part of Willowmere's daily life. It was as if Eliza's stories had unlocked a long-forgotten chest of communal harmony and goodwill. The highlight of the summer was the village fair, a tradition that had dwindled over the years but was now getting revived with new vigor. Clara and her students set up a booth to showcase the garden's produce and share the stories behind the gratitude project. The fair became a celebration of the village's renewed spirit with music, dance, and shared stories. Villagers of all ages came together, each contributing in their own way. And as the sun set on the day of the fair, casting a golden glow over the village, Clara realized the true impact of the project. It wasn't just about teaching gratitude. It was about living it. The project had created a space where each person could contribute, feel valued, and be a part of something larger than themselves. That night, Clara sat under the stars, Eliza's journal in her lap. She wrote her own entry, adding to the legacy of stories. She wrote about the garden, the fair, the laughter of her students, and the small acts of kindness that had deepened the sense of community in Willowmere. And as she closed the journal, Clara knew that the story was far from over. The seeds of change planted by the Gratitude Project would continue to grow, evolving with each passing season. In the heart of Willowmere, gratitude had found fertile ground, promising a rich harvest in the seasons to come. As summer faded into a golden autumn, the village of Willowmere reaped the rewards of the seeds sown both in the earth and in the villagers' hearts. The community garden, now filled with squash and pumpkins, stood as a testament to the village's united spirit. 
The children, who had tended to the garden with tender care, watched in awe as their labor bore fruit, both literal and metaphorical. Clara, ever the guiding light of the gratitude project, found new ways to intertwine the lessons of gratitude with the daily life of Willowmere. The harvest season provided a perfect backdrop for this, as it was a time of gathering, reflection, and giving thanks. One crisp autumn morning, Clara gathered her students in the garden. The air was cool, carrying the scent of ripened fruit and damp earth. The children buzzed with excitement, for today they were to harvest the fruits of their labor. As they picked apples and gathered vegetables, Clara shared stories from Eliza's journal about the harvest festivals of old, where the entire village came together in a celebration of thankfulness and community. Inspired by these tales, the children proposed a modern-day harvest festival for Willowmere. They envisioned an event that would not only celebrate the garden's bounty, but also the spirit of gratitude that had woven its way through their lives. Clara embraced the idea, and soon the entire village was involved in the planning. The festival was set to take place in the village square, transformed for the occasion with decorations of autumn leaves, pumpkins, and hay bales. Stalls were erected where villagers could share their own produce and crafts. And the children had their own special booth, displaying the garden's produce alongside a mural they had created, depicting their journey of gratitude. As the festival day dawned, the square filled with the sounds and smells of celebration. There was a sense of joy in the air, a feeling of pride and accomplishment. The villagers, dressed in their finest, came bearing homemade treats from their gardens and kitchens. The array of food was a rainbow of autumn colors, each dish a story of someone's care and effort. The highlight of the festival was the storytelling circle, where villagers of all ages shared their tales of gratitude. Clara listened as her students spoke of the lessons learned in the garden, of the friendships formed, and of the small acts of kindness that had brightened their days. Elderly villagers shared memories, some long forgotten, rekindled by the children's stories. And as the sun began to set, painting the sky in hues of orange and pink, hands joined, feet tapped, 
and the villagers danced around the square, their laughter echoing through the crisp autumn air. In that moment, the bonds of community were stronger than ever, fortified by the countless acts of gratitude that had brought them closer together. In the days that followed, the spirit of the festival lingered in Willowmere. The children's project, which had started as a simple classroom activity, had blossomed into a village-wide movement. The community garden continued to be a gathering place, now preparing a greenhouse for the winter ahead. The lessons of gratitude and togetherness learned in the garden and celebrated at the festival had taken root in the villagers' hearts, promising to endure through the seasons. Clara, reflecting on the journey so far, felt a profound sense of fulfillment. The gratitude project had evolved beyond her wildest expectations, touching every aspect of village life. It had brought the community together, bridging generational gaps and creating new traditions. As she walked through the village, greeted by smiling faces and warm hellos, Clara knew that the seeds of gratitude planted would continue to grow and flourish. And in her cozy cottage, Clara added new entries to Eliza's journal, chronicling the recent events. She wrote of the festival, the dance, the laughter, and the shared stories. Her words a chronicle of how a simple idea had transformed a community. And as autumn gave way to the early whispers of winter, Clara looked forward to the coming months with hope and anticipation. The gratitude project had taught them all that even as the seasons change, the warmth of community and the joy of gratitude can endure, lighting up even the coldest days. In Willowmere, the spirit of gratitude, once a gentle flame, now burned brightly, illuminating a path ahead, a path of togetherness and shared joy, ready to be walked by generations to come. With the arrival of early winter, the village of Willowmere, now steeped in the ethos of gratitude, braced for the colder months. As winter's chill set in, Clara noticed a transformation in Willowmere. Where once doors remained closed against the cold, they now opened in welcome. Neighbors gathered around hearths, sharing stories and warmth. The spirit of gratitude continued to provide comfort during the long winter nights. 
inspired by the changes and seeking to foster this spirit further, Clara envisioned a new initiative, a winter chronicle. This project aimed to document the village's journey of gratitude throughout the year. Clara encouraged everyone in Willowmere to contribute, whether through written stories, sketches, recipes, or photographs. The Chronicle was to be a collective memory of their journey, a legacy of this transformative year. The response was overwhelming, and villagers of all ages brought their contributions. The Chronicle grew with each passing day, its pages filled with tales of kindness, drawings of the garden and festival, cherished family recipes, and snapshots of daily life in Willowmere. And as Clara compiled these, she realized that the Chronicle was more than just a collection of memories. It was a mirror reflecting the village's soul, showcasing how gratitude had woven itself into the very fabric of their lives. In addition to the Chronicle, Clara and her students embarked on a mission to ensure that every villager felt the warmth of community during even the coldest parts of winter. They organized gatherings where people could share meals, music, and companionship. These gatherings, held in the village hall, became a staple of Willowmere's winter life, breaking the monotony and isolation that could often accompany the colder months. One of these gatherings was particularly memorable. The village hall, lit by the soft glow of lanterns and a crackling fireplace, was filled to the brim with villagers sharing laughter and stories. The walls echoed with music from a makeshift band of local musicians, and the air was rich with the aroma of shared dishes. During the event, Clara unveiled the nearly completed Winter Chronicle. The villagers gathered around, marveling at the community scrapbook that told the story of their year. Each page a reminder of their journey, of the bonds they had formed, and the lessons they had learned. Clara, standing before the hushed crowd, spoke about the significance of the Chronicle, how it captured the essence of their shared experiences, and how it symbolized the enduring power of gratitude. Her words resonated with everyone present, reaffirming their belief in the project's value. The evening ended with a sense of fulfillment and a renewed commitment to the spirit of gratitude. The villagers left the hall with hearts full of warmth, knowing 
that they had created something special together. As Clara walked home, the winter chronicle under her arm, she looked up at the starlit sky, feeling a deep connection to her great-grandmother Eliza. Through the project, she had not only bridged the past and present, but had also ignited a flame of community spirit that would light up many winters to come. In Willowmere, the echoes of gratitude continued to resonate, a gentle, powerful reminder of the warmth and unity that could be cultivated in even the coldest of times. And as the snow grew deeper and began to gently blanket Willowmere, the village was alight with a sense of anticipation. The gratitude project, which had begun in Clara's classroom and blossomed throughout the community, was now poised for a meaningful culmination as the year drew to a close. For the winter gathering, Clara envisioned something that would not only celebrate the past year, but also encourage reflection and forward thinking. Inspired by a passage in Eliza's journal about a tree of reflections from her great-grandmother's time, Clara proposed a modern adaptation of this tradition for Willowmere. The idea was to create a physical embodiment of the village's journey of gratitude on a large evergreen tree in the village square. The villagers would hang ornaments representing their grateful moments from the past year. Each ornament, crafted by the villagers themselves, would illustrate personal stories of kindness, challenges overcome, and moments of joy. As the day of the gathering arrived, the village was transformed. At its heart stood the majestic tree of reflections, its branches reaching out, ready to hold the collective memories of Willowmere. Around the square, lanterns glowed warmly, casting a soft light on the snow, and the air was filled with the inviting aroma of spiced cider and baked treats. Villagers, young and old, gathered around the tree, each holding a unique ornament. One by one, they stepped forward to hang their ornaments, sharing their stories with the community. There were ornaments of all shapes and sizes, each one a work of art, a fragment of a larger story. Clara watched as her students hung their ornaments, their faces alight with pride. They shared tales of friendship formed in the communal garden, of lessons learned through acts of kindness and of the simple joys discovered in everyday moments. The adults followed, adding their own reflections, stories of renewed friendships, 
of support given and received, and of the rediscovery of community spirit. The tree of reflections, now covered in ornaments, had become a kaleidoscope of gratitude. It was a symbol of Willowmere's resilience, unity, and the power of gratitude to transform lives. As the evening progressed, the gathering turned into a celebration with music and dancing under the starlit sky. The tree of reflections illuminated by lanterns, standing as a silent guardian, its ornaments twinkling like the stars, each one a reminder of the journey they had all shared. As the gathering came to a close, Clara knew that the tree of reflections would be a lasting tradition in Willowmere. Walking home through the snow-covered streets, she felt a deep connection to her great-grandmother Eliza and all those who had walked the paths of Willowmere before her. She realized that while the Gratitude Project may have been her initiative, it was the village that had given it life and meaning. In Willowmere, the winter was no longer just a season of cold and darkness. It was now a time of reflection, of gratitude, and of looking forward. The Tree of Reflections, standing proudly in the village square, a symbol of a community united by the enduring power of gratitude. Clara often walked through the village, her heart full as she witnessed the enduring impact of her project. The bonds formed over the year had created a stronger, more resilient community, one that faced the future with optimism and a deep sense of togetherness. She realized that gratitude was not just about being thankful for the good times, but also about finding light in the darker moments. It was about recognizing the interdependence of our lives, about the strength found in unity, and about the beauty of a community that cared for each other. The Gratitude Project had started as a simple idea, but it had grown into a legacy. A legacy that Clara, her students, and the entire village of Willowmere would carry forward. A legacy of hearts joined in gratitude. Good night.